Thank you for joining me here this morning. Thanks for all the friends who are joining us for the first time today. My name is Reverend George Kalu. I'm the minister here. And at the end of the service, please feel free to um, try to know somebody you don't know. Try to mingle and uh, bless one another. Okay, then. Today, we read from Psalm 98 verses 1 to 3. It says, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Yes, we have because we've crossed from one year into another year. We thank God that we saw the end of 2022. 2022 didn't see our end. And so we are so grateful to God to be alive, to be part of this time of worship, this time of fellowship. So let's pray. Father, we give thanks to you this morning. You are God indeed, and there's no one like you. What you do, no human being could do. And so, Lord, this morning, as we come in thanksgiving and celebration for crossing from one year into another, we know that, Lord, you are the one guiding us in this journey. And as we, Lord, come together to give thanks to you, we pray that your presence will be so real among us. That, Lord, this will not just be emotion, but it will be, Father, fellowship with you and with one another. It will be, Father, the beginning of great and mighty things that you have in store for us. We praise you and we honor you because you have said to us that this year is a year of divine fruitfulness. And you have released your word to say we shall be fruitful and we will multiply. And we praise you and we honor you for those words. And we ask tonight, this morning that Lord Almighty... You will use every vessel, every instrument that you have prepared to be a blessing to us. That every one of us, Lord, will draw from the fountain of life. Your life-giving word will come into our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. And may your name be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Yes. So. We'll be taking our reading from Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 31. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 31. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature 
that moves on the ground. Then God says, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth, and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. And God said, and God saw that all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. I'll also read John chapter 15, verses 9 to 17, the gospel according to St. John, chapter 15, verses 9 to 17. Okay. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's command and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. Let us pray. Loving God, we give thanks and praise to you this morning. As we turn to your word, we pray, Father, that you will speak to us. Let your word come alive as, Lord, we reflect and meditate on it this morning. Lord, may our lives become that fruitful garden that will bear great fruit. Thank you for hearing us, Lord, this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, um, good news for us. Um, the 30th of December was our 25th anniversary. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, we thank God. Our silver wedding anniversary. So it's really been an amazing um, few days. We went away, courtesy of the children. <laughs> and uh, we had a good time and came back. So. It's really been a wonderful, wonderful time. So to cross over from last year into this year, that's why I have that slide telling us about the crossover night. 
because it is to help us link in with what we were saying last night. Because we've started a new year. We had a theme last year that was drawn from the scripture where, you know, we're told about, you know, building, you know, unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. And also the other scripture that says, love one another. Now you can see the link between that in John chapter 15 that we read. So that is now leading us from that point into our new theme for the year, taken from Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, as you see up there. Be fruitful and multiply. Shall we say it together? Be fruitful and multiply. We will be zooming into one of the sub-themes we considered last night. It's not going to be a long one because we said this morning service, after all the things, you know, yesterday and all the other services, we'll try to make it quite brief this morning. But I want you to hold on to that theme, to be fruitful and to multiply. And last night I shared the story of um, a minister I know very well. You know, very good um, friend to us because, again, when we were wedding, it's a very respected, you know, um, minister in Nigeria. He actually preached during our wedding. So when I'm remembering our 25th anniversary, I could not but remember um, people who were involved on that very first day of beginning our lives together. Now, this minister, the Lord uses him, still does today, in doing great miracles. I don't understand how it happens, but God has blessed him with the gift, you know, of healing and all kinds. Now, something happened that a couple who had been married for some years, and they were expecting to have a child, and they hadn't. And so they were getting anxious, and they came to this minister and said to him, please, could you pray for us? Because we've been waiting, 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 and it's not happened. Could you pray for us? And he decided to pray for them. But as he was, you know, praying for them, the Lord spoke to him and said to tell them, by next year, they were going to come back to celebrate with their baby. And suddenly the lady burst out laughing. Because this is, it sounded fairy tale, you know. We've been praying for this over the years. And yes, we want God to do something, but it just sounded quite, you know, funny that by next year we'll come back with our baby. And it's just the kind of experience with Sarah. You remember in the Old Testament when Sarah was told that she was going to have a child, but Sarah's case was even quite, quite late in her years. Anyway, because she burst out laughing, this minister said to her, okay, Right, for you laughing, you know what will happen? From that next year, it will be for you one year, one child. <laughs> one year, one child. They didn't understand what he was saying, but anyway, they were expecting to have children, so they didn't mind whatever that meant. So the first year, according to God's word, they, she took in, and she had the first child. Fantastic. God has answered the prayer, really. God's word is coming to pass. And then, 
as she was nursing the baby, she took him again. By the turn of next year, the second baby was born. Okay, right. Well, we've been expecting, you know, to have babies now too. Praise God. But as she was nursing the next one, by the third year, she was pregnant again. One year, one child. So first year, second year, third year, the third child came. And they were now wondering, how do we manage? It's like almost like a year apart. Not much difference between one child and the other. And they were thinking, God, thank you for answering our prayers. We are so grateful. But that wasn't enough. By the fourth year, she was pregnant again. One year, one child. And the fourth child came. And they were like, God, thank you. Thank you. This is really, <laughs> we are happy with this one. That's fine. But no, it wasn't done. It was one year, one child. By the fifth year, she was pregnant again. And she was going to get the and they had to travel back to this minister and say, please, just please, we are sorry. Just tell God we are happy with five. <laughs> we don't want a sixth one. <laughs> so, we're talking about being fruitful and multiplying. You know, God, when he created human beings, God made a decision. God created all the animals, all the beings, different. He never said, when he was creating an animal, let us make, you know, in our image. God was speaking and he knew what he was doing. Remember, at the beginning, there was nothing. And God, out of the nothing, made something. Amen? The Bible says there was nothing. It was void. And God spoke and said, let there be light. In the midst of that darkness, suddenly, light sprung out. And in the midst of it, God began to speak. Water, this, plants, that, birds, fish, everything come to pass. All of them came to be. And all the galaxies that we know and those we don't know. Because we keep discovering new things. And God was making this happen. And then when God has finished that, God now decided to say, there is one special creation we are going to make. Amen. And this one is going to be like us. Not because in the physical sense that God has hands and legs like us. Because when you read scripture, it's really trying to help us understand God as a person who has an emotion, as a person who has a will, as a person who makes decisions for himself. So we begin to see God sometimes in human form. But actually it's the other way around. God created us in his image. So you and I, we have God's DNA. Amen. You know that. You have God's DNA. And so God says, let us make you. And so you are very special. So when God said, be fruitful and multiply, God was putting in you something special. That's why we have children. Because God said, be fruitful and multiply. Now, don't get me wrong, because you might think, George, are you saying that at my age I have to begin to have more babies? No, that's not what we're saying this morning. It's like when Jesus told um, Nicodemus, you must be born again. And he was wondering, 
Am I going back into my mother's womb and be born a second time? That wasn't what Jesus was talking about, you know. So when we talk about being fruitful and multiplying, we are now looking at it, first of all, who we are, our composition, having God's DNA that God has created us to be able to reproduce, reproduce good things. That's why the Bible talks of the fruit of the Spirit, that we are able to bear good fruit of love, of kindness, of gentleness. We are able to reproduce good things, and we are able to bless people around us. It's also a command. When God says, be fruitful and multiply, he's not making a suggestion. God says, this is how I want the order to be. You will be fruitful, and you will do what? Multiply. You will increase. Yes, in the physical sense, because he created Adam and Eve, but the whole world was not just going to be Adam and Eve. God wanted the multiplication of the human race. And so he put in Adam and Eve the DNA to multiply. Someone said women are very special. Whatever you give them, they reproduce. <laughs> it was, you know, very, very funny part. And I was just laughing when I was listening to it. But it's really about us, humanity, that God has put in us the ability to reproduce. But it's also a choice God has given us ultimately. Do we want to choose to reproduce or not? Do we want to choose to become instrument of blessing or not? So in this year, God is saying to us as a church, as a people, number one, you have the DNA of fruitfulness. Amen? And so you will be fruitful and you will multiply. Now help me, help me. Maybe the person next to you has not got it. Can you help me tell the next person, you will be fruitful and multiply. Let's do it. You will be fruitful and you will multiply. Amen. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. Maybe they didn't appreciate what you're saying. Leave that person. Turn to the next person and tell them, you will be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So what do we do with this? Number one, recognize the stuff you are made of. Okay? Apostle Paul was writing in 1 Corinthians 15, 10. He said, I am what I am. Paul knew who he was in God. He didn't want himself to be brought down. In this year, see yourself, ask yourself, all the things that God has spoken about me, about you, what have we done of it? God wants us to recognize the stuff we are made of. Number two, recover what we have abandoned, what we have lost, what we have ignored. People are good at giving and receiving prophetic words. But how do we respond? How do we make those words? How do we allow those words that have spoken over our lives to become real, become a reality? How do we allow God to work out his purpose in our lives. And finally, it calls for obedience. 
it calls for obedience. That we say, God, here I am, send me. Like Isaiah said, he said, here am I, send me. God is looking for someone to send, and you may be that person. People of God, we are called this morning, we are called this year to be fruitful and to multiply. Multiply your knowledge of the word of God. It's a year when we begin to dig deeper and deeper, have a love for God's word, have a hunger and desire. You know, it used to be that Christians go out looking for Christian texts, books to read. But if I ask us here today, in the past year, have you read one Christian novel? I don't want to embarrass anybody. It might be just a few of us, very, very few. So, this, this new year, would you make it a desire to study more of God's word? Spend a little money to buy a Christian novel, to read, to deepen your faith, to grow in your knowledge of God. And when you do it, you become that fruitful vine. You become that fruitful vine. The last word before we finish is our second Bible reading in John chapter 15. Let me tell you because what we are saying is not just an Old Testament thing. John chapter 15 verse 16, it says, you did not choose me. Jesus was saying to his disciples, as he's saying to us right now, you did not do what? Choose me. But I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. You see, so fruitfulness is not just an Old Testament thing. Jesus is saying to us today, I chose you. You know, these days it's difficult Christians to stand up for their faith. But Jesus says, I chose you that you may do what? Bear fruit. Fruit that will remain, that will last. So let's make it our lives this year. To say, God, even if it's just one person, help me to draw them to faith to know you. Let me live my life in such a way that people will see me and say, I want to be like him. I want to be like her. That is the fruitfulness we're talking about. Spiritual fruitfulness. That we are able to become that seed that keeps multiplying. But it's also about physical fruitfulness because even in things that we deal with in life on a daily basis, God has said he is going to work with us and in us to create fruitfulness. Every weight God takes away, every pain God is able to take away so that we can be fruitful. And multiply. We will talk more about this over the years, but let's bear these three things in mind. First of all, remembering that our composition is God's DNA. Number two, that God has commanded us to be fruitful. Number three, that we have a choice. He doesn't force anyone. And that choice then leads us to recognize the stuff that we are made of. Number two, recover. In Joel, in chapter 2, he says that the years that the canker worms have eaten and everything, he said he will restore. Amen. So this year of fruitfulness is also the year of restoration. 
And finally, that we will reproduce in obedience. Let us pray. Father, we surrender to you. We yield our lives to you this morning. And we pray, Lord Almighty, that you will fill us afresh. We pray that, Lord Almighty, you will cause us to go home, Lord, bearing this fruit in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask, oh God Almighty, that you will fill us afresh with your power and with your anointing. That, Lord, we will indeed allow the command, allow the blessing in this new year that we will be fruitful and we will multiply. Father, Lord, according to your word, I begin to speak into this congregation. That, Lord, we shall be fruitful Physically, we shall be fruitful. Emotionally, we shall be fruitful. Spiritually, we shall be fruitful. Financially, we shall be fruitful in every sense, relationally, Lord. And we, O oh God, we see increase. Increase beyond what we can even imagine. Increase beyond, Lord, our ability, Father, Lord, Almighty, to fathom how you do it. It's not for us to think of how you will make this happen. And Lord, even those who are struggling financially, I begin to speak into your life today that you will be fruitful and you will multiply. Your vat will not draw dry. You will continue to see God multiply all that you have and you will not lack. Lord, in this year of fruitfulness, we will not be in lack. Even in a nation where people are struggling, Lord, we begin to speak into every life in Christ church, our friends who are visiting today, and people, Lord, that we know. We all shall be fruitful and we will multiply. We praise you and we honor you, O God. Everything that is negative that the enemy will want us to introduce in, Lord, we stand against it right now. And Father, we pray that the fruitfulness from you will negate and destroy every unfruitfulness, every Lord negativity will be fruitful in joy. Because Lord, you brought joy to us at Christmas. Lord, every sadness, every pain, we ask to be lifted and rolled away in the name of Jesus. We praise you, O God Almighty, because we know what you have done, you have done. No one can stop it. May your name be exalted. May your name be praised. Now and forever, Lord, we begin to pray for those who are sick among us. And we ask, Lord, for the fruitfulness of healing. Yes, Lord, we pray that your healing will be upon your people. Yes, Lord, we commit into your hands. Our friends here this morning, we Speak into Duncan's life and we ask, Lord, that your healing power will rest upon him, O God, right now. And we ask, Lord, in 2023, that, Lord, you will move Duncan into total divine health. Yes, Lord, and every other person, Lord, as we prayed last Sunday, we pray, Father, that you will touch your people individually and collectively. We honor you and we thank you. Whatever expectations, O oh Lord, for 2023, we ask, Lord, they will all be positive expectations. Lord, we pray that in 2023, 
the Lord as we sow. The Bible says those who sow in tears, they will reap in joy. Lord, we pray that as we sow the seed of righteousness, we shall reap great rewards. Bible says if we give, it shall be given to us. Lord, as many as give their offering and their tithes for your work in this place, we pray, God, that you will bless them. According to your word, Lord, you will say, you say you will rebuke the devourer. And so, Lord, the devourer will not come near us, will not come near our dwellings, will not come near our families. We praise you, O God, and we thank you for what you are doing. May your name be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. I just want to give you a moment in this new year. What is it? It's not about, you know, um, all those kinds of, um, what do they call it now? Resolutions. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What is it you're asking God to do for you in this new year? I want you for a moment to lay it before the Lord. Just speak to God right now by yourself. God is able to do that thing that looks impossible. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for hearing our prayer. Yes, Lord, whatever your people have laid before you, Lord, we gather together. And we bring at the foot of the cross of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ. That blood that speaks better things. May the blood of Jesus begin to speak on our behalf. On behalf of our families and friends. On behalf of God Almighty of all those surrounding us. On behalf of all everyone here in this church this morning. Who has brought Lord a case before you. Lord may the court of heaven be opened. And Lord, as you receive our petition, we pray that answers will begin to be released into people's lives, into people's circumstances. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. Lord, whatever we want to see this year, as far and so far as it is according to your will, Lord, we receive them this morning. Answers to all these prayers. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name, O God. For hearing us, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let the people of God say, Amen. Once again, let the people of God say, Amen. I know you know what Amen is. Amen is, let it be as spoken. Amen. Good.